WHBC Newsline right now and check in with our senior White House correspondent for Great Television, Mr. John Decker. Good morning, John. Hey, good morning to you, Pam. Hope you're doing well today. Well, we've got this. I'm doing well, and it's Friday, and we've got this speaker situation uh, ironed out. So now what? (laughs) Well, now what? Now the hard part uh, for the new speaker, Mike Johnson from Louisiana. Uh, He will do something that he has not done in his very short political career. Remember, he was sworn in for the first time as a congressman in 2017, so he's been in Congress for only six years. He will have to work across the aisle. He will have to work in a bipartisan fashion to avoid a government shutdown, which is scheduled for midnight on November the 17th. So that's going to be difficult, uh, given the very slim majority that Republicans have in the House of Representatives. Hard to get all Republicans on the same page on any particular issue. Uh, And this is where the hard work really begins for Speaker Johnson. Yeah, for sure. And that's obviously getting stuff done is what, you know, everybody wanted to happen. But now it'll be interesting to see what's, you know, and this is I'm kind of coming out of left field in in all of this. But and maybe you don't know or haven't heard because I certainly haven't. But what's Matt Gates saying through all of this? Have you heard anything from him? He started it all. right? I have heard from from Mr. Gates, uh, the Congress member that represents the first district of Florida. First of all, he has uh, no regrets at all uh, for taking the action that he did uh, a little over three weeks ago in uh, essentially trying to remove and being successful in removing Kevin McCarthy from the speakership. And uh, he's pretty satisfied with Mike Johnson. Uh, He calls him MAGA Mike, uh, the new Speaker of the House. So he's pretty pleased with the way things worked out. Uh, over the course of the past few weeks. Okay, yeah, because I was going to say, I knew that uh, in the midst of, midst of it all, he said, this is great. We sh- we're shaking it up, you know, and I, I did see him say that, and I thought, oh, no, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he did shake it up. And uh, so, in, in any case, now Mike Johnson uh, is leading the House of Representatives. Uh, he got unanimous support earlier this week uh, from every Republican who voted on the House floor uh, for the Speaker's race. And uh, uh, now the, the job of governing begins, uh, and it's going to be a tough job for him. All right, so President Biden, uh, is he traveling at all next week? Next week he is. Uh, he has one trip on the schedule as things stand today. It is to uh, the land of, what is it, land of 10,000 lakes? That's Minnesota. Uh-huh. It's going to be in Minnesota. And it just so happens uh, there's a connection to Minnesota because uh, President Biden now has a primary challenger, uh, and it's a Minnesota congressman. It's Congressman Dean Phillips. He's a Democrat from Minnesota. Now, this is a long-shot primary challenge to President Biden. Uh, But, look, he says that he will not be quiet in the face of numbers that are so clearly saying that we're going to be facing an emergency next November. That's what he's been saying about why he's getting in this race. He's formally announcing his campaign today in New Hampshire. He's going to file to run there. Uh, and he's already launched his first ad of his campaign as well. And so the president is going there to campaign or for some other reason? Well, he's going to so tell gonna... his uh, what he calls uh, his his successes in terms of his time in the White House, the bipartisan infrastructure law, the Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, but is this is politics at play here? Absolutely. Although Minnesota is typically a, a blue state, um, you know, I don't think that uh, Joe Biden will. Uh, is in risk of losing Minnesota in 2024. But it's always interesting. I do pay attention to where it is that the White House decides 
to send the president uh, on these trips out of the Beltway. And uh, this week or next week, I should say, next Wednesday is when he'll travel to Minnesota. Yeah, and we did hear the you know the president talking about the the mass shooting uh, that took place in Maine. Of course, um, that's going to be a hot topic. It's going to ignite uh, the discussion about gun control again. Well, it is, uh, and the congressman who's a Democrat that represents that particular district where this latest mass shooting took place, uh, calling for Congress to act, calling for Congress to have an assault weapon ban, uh, again, put on the books. That existed in the 90s. It, it expired after 10 years. And this is a congressman uh, that comes from a district that I think you could describe as very much pro-Second Amendment. Uh, so uh, interesting that he is making that case. You know, I guess when it impacts you, when it impacts your community, uh, you view your positions a little bit differently. And I think that's what's happening with Congressman Golden. Uh, from that district in Maine impacted by this mass shooting. Yeah, they were talking about uh, um, no red flag law there. They had a yellow flag law, I think. And, you know, that became a discussion for a lot of folks around here, you know, looking at looking at the state of Maine. So, again, like I said, you know, when these happen, then that becomes a a topic of discussion all over again. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate that it, it does take these types of uh, episodes, these t- terrible, horrific uh, uh, types of uh, incidents in, in which, you know, it, it forces our uh, our representatives in Washington to, to take a look at this particular issue, how to contend with this issue. It's difficult, you know, I mean, yeah. you have a divided Congress, difficult to move forward with uh, meaningful legislation that would in any way prevent these types of uh, horrific episodes from, from happening anywhere in our country. Yeah, for sure. All right, John. Well, we will uh, chat with you again next week. You have a great weekend. Have a great weekend, Pam. Have a good one. I'll talk to you on Monday for sure. Bye-bye.